This is the Authentic Sex Podcast. Real life conversations about sex, pleasure and relationships. I'm your host, Juliet Allen. Welcome to episode 112 of the Authentic Sex Podcast. My name is Juliet Allen. I'm a sexologist and sex and relationship coach. And this week I'm answering your questions about orgasm, heartbreak, breakups, birth control, and so much more. I'm joined again by Australian journalist and leader, Alison Rice. Alison is the host of Offline the Podcast. I've been a guest on Alison's podcast and we have such a great, fun connection. So I've brought her back onto Authentic Sex to facilitate this Q&A. Before we begin, this episode of Authentic Sex is sponsored by the Juliet Pleasure Wand. The Juliet is a premium crystal pleasure wand designed to heighten your sexual energy, increase self-love and self-pleasure, expand your orgasmic experiences and connect you to your true sexual essence. You can read more and purchase your own crystal wand by visiting my website www.juliet-allen.com. Hello. Hi, thanks for um thanks for coming back. This is the last one. I'm a bit sad about it. Me too. I'm trying to think of ways that I can have you back more regularly. Well, you know, I am open to that. In fact, Mm. I would love that. Mm. It's still wild for me that I get to be on one of my favourite podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, is this happening? (laughs) I don't know what to say to that. I know. I just like have sat in the car and listened to you for so long. And now to be thinking that. I could sit in the car and listen to us. How awesome. It actually makes me a bit emotional, weirdly. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that because I just think you're wonderful. And oh, thank so you. I feel the same way about you. So it's a mutual feeling. We were just destined, weren't we? Like I've shared this story a bit, but we had a really good first conversation on my podcast, but it was Skype and there was a cyclone. <laughs> There was lots going nearly on. Nearly didn't happen. I it, nearly cancelled yeah, that. I bet. Because I was like, this is not going to work. And you're like, who's this fucking chick? Like, I can't I'm be like, bothered. Why did I say yes? To I think this. it was a Friday afternoon. <laughs> oh. um, and then the second one we did where we met in person and did it in the studio mm. I report out of in Sydney. Mm. The moment I saw you, I was like, yep. I know. You're mine. This is happening. We're going to be friends. <laughs> yeah. So good. Just really And now immediate. you're my business coach too. We do some coaching together, yeah. I shouldn't minimise that, should I? No. So Alison's now helping me in a coaching capacity, which is awesome. Yeah, a bit of strategy. Do do you want a shout out? Do you need more people? Because people will say no. Yeah, so Alison's helping me with like marketing strategies, branding, um, managing staff, all sorts of things. She's amazing. So if you like Alison... Then you can have Alison you too. You can have Alison for an hour to yourself. <laughs> but, but I do, I do. That's kind of you to. That wasn't even scripted. I know, no, this is what. No, you're very generous. But I do coach um, on Wednesdays over Skype. Mm. And I usually do four every Wednesday because mm. I've tried five and by the fifth I'm just a shit show. So. Yeah, no, I've always had a um, four max with oh, clients. Okay. So that must be the. Yeah. Just the volume you can get through energetically. And my thing is. 
I want to bring the very best of myself. So mm. I also have 45 minutes usually between each one. Yeah, good on you. Where I can just have some food and go outside and yeah. chillax. But I, um, we'd let you bring it up because I just posted about it this morning on Instagram. Mm. This girl that I coached yesterday, she has a really incredible business. What I realized is I'm attracting a lot of conscious business and conscious business owners. Mm. So it's a lot of depth in what I'm doing. It's not like, and if anyone wants to have a session and say it's a beautiful young girl who wants to start an Instagram brand and Mm. I've had a few where they want to buy product off like Alibaba and Mm. brand it and just create beautiful Mm. packaging and stuff I just have to politely decline those because I'm like I cannot help put more of that out in the world yeah like what I'm really Mm. focused on is um yeah, who were the people in the businesses who were trying to do really conscious work. Yeah. And then, yeah, I feel like weirdly I'm sort of finding my niche in that sort of more spiritual, holistic Mm. category where I can help, um, you know, people of your experience and credibility. Mm. I mean, you have an incredible brand anyway, Mm. but certainly for people who just can't find their design identity. Yeah, that's what you're good at. You've been really good at... um well, you helped me launch Pleasure School. Yeah. So, and that's And I learned been, so much doing that as well. Yeah. yeah. So, let's anyway, get to it. Um, today, we are talking about orgasms, fun, heartbreak. As usual. Not fun, but growing, um, breakups and birth control. Oh, I've got some pretty mega thoughts on birth control, so I'll try not to overtake you. <laughs> usual it's not my podcast um first question i don't come while having sex with my partner how can i come more often okay it's common yeah yeah totally i would say um firstly just checking in are you self-pleasuring because if you're not then i recommend that you begin a self-pleasure practice so that you can learn how to come by yourself first so that's that's the first port of call self-pleasure and mastering self-pleasure and then having a conversation with your partner to kind of talk about the elephant in the room if it hasn't been talked about which is hey like I'm actually not experiencing experiencing orgasm it's nothing to do with you it's not you know how good you are this is about me and my ability to let go my ability to experience pleasure um And I'd love your support in like exploring my body more. Um, I'm going to self-pleasure more so that I can understand my body better and bring it into the bedroom. So having really honest, open conversations with your partner. Mm. And then um, if you do want to come with your partner and you're self-pleasuring, say you know how to touch yourself in a certain way, touch yourself with your partner. So a common one would be with between a man and a woman the man's penetrating his partner and they're making love um penetratively and then the woman touches her clit to stimulate her clit while he's penetrating her Mm. that's pretty common and that's a way that a woman can experience orgasm whilst being penetrated with her partner there Mm. so you said something interesting um is one of the reasons why he or she, don't know if this is a man or a woman, um, can't come, mm. 
is because it is a challenge in letting go and that release like is that kind of what it is yeah so it is common for people to not be able to experience orgasm because they're holding on they're like tense in their body they have a they're closing their heart because they're afraid of heartbreak or afraid of being abandoned um there could be past trauma in the body that is keeping them stuck there could be blocked emotions in the body that they haven't you know say healed from from the past or let go of or expressed the emotion and it's like boulders in the energy system so sexual energy moves from the base up and if you've got all these boulders of like all the emotion you've pushed down over the years it can be hard to Mm. open that channel to allow the energy to come up so that is one of the reasons why people find it hard to experience pleasure what would you recommend for someone to clear that? Is that like a good kinesiology session? Yeah, so you can try um, a modality that you feel drawn to. So kinesiology is great. I have a really good kinesiologist um, who you've met. Yes. Her name's Zoe Bosco. She's based in Sydney, but she works online. So kinesiology is good. Um, I've done like body work with healers who do like full energetic body work on my womb to let go of stuff acupuncture therapy coaching find something that works for you and that's the thing is you'll kind of know won't you i always find as i'm exploring different modalities i know when i'm in the room that that's right for me and Mm -hmm. or maybe that i'm ready to receive it yeah because often it could always be right but it's just how willing are we to surrender Mm. to Mm. you know the practice totally Mm. which translates into the bedroom how willing are we surrender how willing are we to surrender to pleasure Mm. that could be a good um that your little burp yeah (laughs) it's cute (laughs) even your burps are cute (laughs) (laughs) um that could be a good question i'm just thinking for myself to ask ourselves before mm. we enter a sexual experience. Definitely. How willing am, am I to surrender to pleasure? Yes. Mm. Good journaling one for those journalers out there. Yeah. I need to get into the... I shouldn't say that. I don't like journaling. Obviously, that's why. <laughs> yeah. If <laughs> you're not into, I need to get into journaling, it. I'm like, I just don't actually like doing it. I used to love it and now I'm less of a journaler. I still have a journal beside the bed. Mm. And I do use it. Like I wrote in it this morning, but more so just what I want to manifest for the next month, like dot form. I'm now in like point form, I mean. Yeah. A journal in point form. Yeah, you're doing your blood magic. Yeah, that's what I was doing this morning. Mm. Um, The next question. I have suffered from serious heartbreak this year. First of all, we're sorry. That's hard. What advice would you give me? I'm struggling to get used to the lack of attention and affection. Okay. Oh, so that is sad. So I don't see that as sad. Oh, just to throw a curveball. Well, I just feel like what came up for me was loneliness. Well, yeah, loneliness. Yeah, but is it sad? Like loneliness, we all have to go through it at some stage. Yeah. To grow. I just, I had like 
anytime I hear about someone else's heartbreak, my own comes flooding back. Yes. Yes. Maybe that's what you're feeling too. Yeah. Projecting. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I see heartbreak and I've been taught about it as instead of calling it heartbreak, which we think of something shattering, it's like our heart does break, but it breaks open. And so it, it's like heart opening more so because if we can sit in the pain of heartbreak, which is so painful and can feel like we're going to just melt into the floor and we want to be swallowed up whole. But if we can think of it as my heart's breaking open to to open to new energy and new experiences and new people and new lovers, then it's like we can shift our thinking around heartbreak. That's cool. I mean, it's easy for me to say right now because I'm in a great relationship and I'm not mm. feeling heartbreak, but I have in the past. And, you know, I've done a lot of work to move through past loves and disappointment and abandonment and all those things. Um, but what's helped me most is to think of it more as our hearts breaking wide open. Mm, which is kind of beautiful. Yeah. It's helped me um, reconcile some of the past heartbreaks now that I'm, I feel like I'm more conscious mm. to think about um, every relationship like has a role Mm. and that sometimes those roles just come to an end and a lot of the time they do, like Mm. nothing is forever in a lot of ways. Mm. And so if you think about different relationships you have as serving you in that time Mm. and sometimes they serve us to get us to a higher state of consciousness through trauma. Definitely. Like when difficult things happen in life, I feel like that's when we expand and grow the most and... Mm. We would just if we were just happy the whole time and everything was easy, it just it it's it would be boring, number one, and we yeah. wouldn't grow. So heartbreak, like tantra, the belief is in within tantra is that that I've been taught is that heartbreak is the biggest initiation into love and life. Mm. So we all have to go through it at some stage. Yeah. So when I hear that I'm like, Oh, okay, cool, well, Glad I got rid of that pretty early. What advice might you have for this person um, struggling to get used to the lack of attention and affection? If there just is that gap or that space that's not filled with someone's touch, Mm. what advice would you have for them? I would say give yourself what you're missing. So... If you want love and attention, then give that to yourself. I understand that we can miss like the affection, you know, like going to bed at and night being and being spooned and, and yeah. cuddled and all those things. Like I get it. And um, however, it all starts within with and you. it all starts with our relationship with ourselves. So this is a really great opportunity for this person and anyone else who's in this situation to turn the focus inward. And whenever you're feeling like you want to reach out for affection or you want to reach out for love or um, words of affirmation, give them to yourself. Mm. Yeah, because if you can't give it to yourself, then you're going to get into another relationship and rely on that person to give you stuff that you can give to yourself. And then if that breaks up, then you're going to feel this again. So heal the wounding. Mm. 
this is a great opportunity for this person. It is an opportunity. Mm. It's just like everything we need is within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite like it sounds like words. Sounds a bit cliche. Right. But then when you really sit in that and mm. you think about that, <laughs> it's quite expansive. It's profound, yeah. yeah. And it might be a nice time to think about like taking up a practice, I feel like. Like you're saying, like if you're going to use this time, go inward, but also what does self-practice look like for you when you're on your own? Because we very rarely are alone. Yeah. You know, in our constant sort of need for companionship and... True. Yeah. So maybe finding meditation or learning about blood rituals on one of my podcasts or joining pleasure school and doing all the practices. Oh my God, join pleasure school. That would be a great, great thing for this person to do right now yeah. because what she or he can do is learn from the classes in there and do the homework and that is self-work and then yeah. they're going to come into their next relationship. Oh, my God, so expressed. With, yeah. Yeah, so... Powerful. Yeah. I have to interrupt this episode to let you know that today is sponsored by Pleasure School. Pleasure School is a monthly membership where together we study intimacy, conscious connections and how to embody our true sexual essence. Every month, students of Pleasure School access members-only educational content across a wide range of formats, including written, audio, video and guided home study. Pleasure School is led by myself, and I'm also joined by other teachers who are pioneering in the fields of sexuality, relationships, and holistic health. This is your chance to join a unique online school like no other in the world. Learn more and join Pleasure School at www.juliet-allen.com. That's J-U-L-I-E-T-A-L-L-E-N. Com. Um, how to know when lack of desire for your partner requires you leaving them? <laughs> well, can you repeat that? Yes. How to know when lack of desire for your partner requires you leaving them? So I guess at what point? Should I break up with someone because of lack of desire? Yeah. Well... Lack of desire isn't just like, I don't want to have sex with you. There's probably more underneath the surface. So this is like a multi-layered question because if they were a coaching client, I would would, would actually take out the sex straight away and be like, what what's going on in the relationship? Is there a lot of tension? Is there arguing? Is there money pressures? Mm-hmm. Is there career um, stress? Is there um, parenting um, stress, etc. So all of those things that I've mentioned plus more impact the desire we have for our partner. So if we're arguing a lot often, we can feel less desire and or if they're if they're stressed a lot, that can be unattractive. Like I know when I'm highly stressed and highly strung, Nick's less attracted to me mm. because I am just like in this high just anxious I'd say that's energy accurate for Tony and I as well yeah yeah whereas when I'm on holiday and I'm like chilling and I'm cruising and I'm just nuzzling into him with no no agenda no stress he wants to fuck me all the time yeah so there's I would suggest 
not just leaving your partner because I don't want to have sex with you, but going to a couples therapist Mm. or going to a therapist by yourself and just going a little deeper under the layers of why am I not feeling desire? Mm. And if you've done all that, then you know intuitively when the time is right. Like I remember when I was going through hell in a in a past relationship and I went to my therapist and I was like, I just don't know whether I can break up with him. And, and she said, you'll know. And just it's okay that you're not breaking up with him right now. The time will come if it's meant to where you'll know. And the time came and I fucking knew. And you just did it. And, I, and that was the best bit of advice because I was putting pressure on myself to, to make a decision. Yeah. And so when I took that pressure off, then the decision just happened with to come ease forward. and grace. So just be in the relationship in its totality. Yeah. And then... You'll know. Yeah, if there comes that day. And I think we discussed this on one of my episodes, but you gave some really great advice on, like, exploring the shape of the connection. Like, is it mind, heart and... Mm. sexual like the four centers yeah is that what it was like figure out can you explain that a little bit yeah so we have four centers those who listen to the podcast regularly will know or those who are in pleasure school will be very familiar with this so the um the four centers are our sex center our tummy which is our intuition our heart space and our head and it's really um a cool thing for us to check in where we have connections with our lover or partner. So do we have a yes at our sex centre or a no? Do we have a a yes at our tummy, our intuition, our heart, and our head is like the rationalising and all that. So that's a good way to figure out, like, is it just a heart connection or, or is it just a sex connection? How many should we be? I know four would be great. But, you know, you can have a beautiful relationship with three or two, I'm sure. I would say you'd need three out of four for Mm. it to have longevity and four to have, like, real longevity. Mm. In pleasure school, there's a um, a a guided meditation in dropping into your body and the four centres and then bringing in the lover and um, their energy and then understanding where you have yeses and nos to lovers or exes. So there's a guided meditation in there, which would be great for this person. Mm. Pleasure's cool. <laughs> pleasure, 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 pleasure. <laughs> um, what birth control methods do you recommend? This question actually said, what do you and Alison use for birth control? Two. Oh, wow. So I thought... Like I'm open to talking about my personal. I stuff. am. I mean, yeah. I'm married. Yeah. And um, I want to have that man's baby. Like, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're not trying right now. Mm-hmm. By the time this podcast comes out, I hope I have some really incredible news. Yes. Um. But yeah. So we're not. We don't use protection right now. We're mm-hmm. just doing withdrawal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really intimate with my cycle so I know mm. the days I'm ovulating or mm. the 36 hours I'm ovulating yeah. and um, you know it just depends how risky I feel if I yeah. you know if I really um, want to have sex on that day I just mm. have to know that the you know likelihood of making a baby is pretty high but mm. um, 
but yeah, I mean, I guess you know my story, but after we lost a baby, I just made a decision for myself that I wanted to focus on getting really well for a year. Mm. And um, I just wasn't mentally or emotionally ready to jump straight back into trying. Yeah. And we're just coming up to the point where we've sort of thought we're going to have a really fun Christmas and oh yeah, and see what That's little exciting. angel we can make. So yeah, so um, birth control none at the moment. And you know, if I had a message to my younger self, it would be never take that pill. Yeah. Because that was such a difficult thing to come off multiple Mm. times Mm. and it kept getting prescribed to me Mm. I think really irresponsibly actually by doctors who see it as a solve Mm. and yeah I've got an episode coming up on my podcast actually with um Dr Lara Bryden or she's a naturopath and she's a period revolutionary and she educates on what the pill is actually doing Fuck yeah. Which is obviously, as you know, shutting down ovulation. Yeah. And then when we take the pill, and this is like if anyone takes anything away from what the pill does, when we take the pill, it shuts down ovulation, which means as women we don't produce progesterone. Mm. And women not producing progesterone would be the equivalent of a man not producing testosterone. Mm. And that is fucked up. Yeah. And we need progesterone for much more than making a baby. So... I just don't think there's that education when Mm. we're 16 and we're like, oh, I might have sex or I've got acne or my period's really heavy Mm. or I'm in pain Mm. and we're given that pill and then we might, you know, stay on it for 10 years yeah, until we want to have a baby and then we wonder why we can't get pregnant. We can't get pregnant. I have an episode too, actually. Did you listen to the one... It came out in 2019 with a naturopath, Erin Lovell Verinda. So if you're listening and you want to, she speaks about the pill too and the impact it has on the body. You'd probably love that episode. It's about um, like birth, plant medicine for birth and pregnancy and stuff. Right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. I reckon you'd like that. You could listen to it on the plane. Um, good, good, Good conversation. I'm the same as you. I don't use. So in this relationship, so, okay, I was on the pill when I was younger. It fucked up, fucked me up big time, my hormones. I got off the pill. I couldn't get my period for a year. It just didn't come back. Then with the help of Chinese medicine, it did. Then ever since then, I have not been on any birth control. So I've used condoms in casual sex. And then I was in a long-term relationship with a woman. So we didn't have to deal with the pregnancy stuff in that way Mm. and then in my relationship now we don't use any protection contraception birth control but that's because if we so we do um withdrawal or nick practices non-ejaculation so that means that he doesn't ejaculate every time and that's um another conversation to be had why but there are podcast episodes on that tantric practice mm. um but yeah if we got pregnant um then would that be would be okay. a, that would be amazing like yes, yes. so there's no we i guess we're both in the same mm. situation right now and i just don't i'm not an advocate of using pharmaceutical products to fuck up my body and my hormones well, i think that's the thing isn't it is like in answer to the question like 
nothing that is going to introduce synthetic hormones into your body or disrupt your what is it endocrine system Mm, something like that took a stab that's probably wrong sorry i gave it a go um but i really wish young girls Mm. had more um information available to them Mm. and just really getting underneath what like what is producing like and then the post pill acne Mm. that's a whole other topic we usually go back on the pill Mm. because we can't get rid of it (laughs) and so it just becomes this cycle like i think putting women on the pill for acne is an absolute joke Mm. but anyway that's that is a whole other topic i will Mm. say and lara says this in my episode like particularly for women who suffer from endometriosis like there is legitimate reasons mm. why the pill can actually make their life more comfortable and and, and it does prevent unwanted pregnancy and yeah. so i feel like there is a place for it in a yeah. way and you know if you know i always think about my daughter like what would i do if maybe i won't bring her into it but yeah young girls who yeah who knows yeah because yeah. ultimately you just want to make sure yeah there's no unplanned pregnancies but at the same time, we can also take responsibility and mm. do a lot of research to understand what are the more natural alternatives to birth control. Definitely. Like temperature. Yeah, I take my temperature, temperature every morning. Oh, do you? I've yeah. been thinking about it, but then at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I need to. Yeah. It's quite interesting. It is interesting. Because you just chart, chart. We can chat about this over lunch, but yeah. you get to know the the your cycle really intimately mm. with it just with the temperature but yeah next question final question that went quick it's a personal question as always at the end yes is your sex life always good <laughs> or does it have its challenges oh that's a good one um, i think this is amazing like is the sexologist having great sex all the time? <laughs> you want to know too. You're like, Tell us. give me the goss. Um, it's It has its challenges, definitely. And in fact, any relationship I've been in has had its challenges. Um, but um, so, yeah, so I've had my fair share of challenges. It, I don't want to go like into specifics of this relationship because I want to, that's sacred. I don't want to share everything. You mm. know, there's got to be a bit of like sacredness to Nick and I's relationship. But in general, we have really great sex. And from the start, we've had a really strong sexual connection. So from like the moment I saw him, it was like very strong sexual connection but very strong for for yeses too Mm. so i think that's what makes it great is that there's the four yeses so every center is connected um so we have great sex we don't like we don't have sex five times a day we don't have sex every day Mm. you know it goes up and down and just like anything with life with stress and all sorts of things so yeah, I people think I'm just like having sex all the time. All the time. And I'm not, but I probably have more sex than the average person, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. 
Thank you to whoever asked. I like the personal questions. Yeah, I think they're cool. Mm. And that's the thing is like people want to get to know you mm. as a person, which I think is so nice. Like outside mm. of the incredible knowledge that you have to share, people are just curious about like who is Juliet? Yeah, true. You know? And I guess it's like anything, like does the accountant have amazing accountants? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, does the accountant like have his business what would money be? sort of? What does, does the journalist? Does the journalist? I don't know. Nothing that requires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank um, you so much. What a pleasure. I know. So much fun. I know. We're going to go and eat some foodies now. Yeah, aren't we? I'm starving. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, what's your Instagram again? Oh, you're sweet. Um, I love this. It's like a plug for me. Uh, my Instagram is Alison Larson Rice, mm-hmm. and my podcast Instagram is Offline the Podcast. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Authentic Sex Podcast. If you love the show, please head on over to iTunes and leave me a review. I would also love it if you share the podcast with your friends, family and your Instagram followers. Doing this together as a community, we can make an impact and support the world to feel more sexually empowered and free. And if you'd like to join me for daily updates and sex inspiration, find me on Instagram at Juliet, J-U-L-I-E-T underscore Allen, A-L-L-E-N. You can also head on over to my website to join Pleasure School or purchase your very own Juliet Crystal Pleasure Wand, www.juliet-allen.com.